We're so glad you've joined Soul Talks with Bill and Christy Galtier. Today, Bill's going to lead us in a very special prayer called the Apprentice Prayer. It's the basis of his book, Your Best Life in Jesus' Easy Yoke. Then Christy and I will unpack the prayer, its biblical insights, and how it helps us to tap into God's peace and power. I love this. Let's have a soul talk. I'm thankful for the rain this morning. Me too. And the hot tea that you made us. <laughs> Good. Keeping us cozy and warm inside. I'm so glad. Grateful to have another soul talk. Yeah, and today we're going to pray the apprentice prayer for spiritual renewal because we all need that. Will you pray that for us now? I would love that. Jesus, I love you. Father, I adore you. Holy Spirit, I rely on you. Oh, Trinity, how can I thank you for your eternal love, for forgiving my sins and giving me divine life? Lord Jesus, you're my teacher. I seek to live as your apprentice in all that I do today. My life is your school to teach me. I relinquish my agenda for this day, and I submit myself to you in your kingdom purposes. In all situations, I abandon outcomes to you, praying your will, your way, your time. Dear Father God, I ask you to ordain the events of this day and every day, using them to make me more like Jesus. I ask and trust you, Sovereign Lord, that you not let anything happen to my family or me, except that it passes through your loving hands. So no matter what problems, hardships, or injustices I face, help me not to worry or get frustrated, but instead to relax in the yoke of your providence. Yes, I will rejoice because I am in your eternal kingdom. You love me and you are teaching me. My creator and redeemer, I devote my whole self to you. I want to be all and only for Jesus. Today, I love you with all my heart, all my soul, all my mind, all my strength, and all my relationships. Today, I depend on you, Holy Spirit, not my own resources. Help me to keep in step with you, relying on your grace and staying in the Father and Son intimacies. Today, I look to love others as you love me, dear God blessing everyone I meet, even those who mistreat me. Today, I'm ready to lead people to follow you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Such a blessing to pray that prayer. I've been praying that prayer for, oh, I think about 15 years now. For seven years, I prayed it every day. I kept it by my bathroom sink and memorized it and just prayed it over and over, and then I've turned back to it throughout the years. And what do you feel has been the fruit of that for you? It's been a, a renewing prayer for me. It's really the prayer that launched my spiritual renewal uh, 15 years ago that just put me into a, a place of just far greater intimacy with Jesus and uh, the anointing of the Holy Spirit and the love and joy and peace of God. 
Uh, I think it's because of the just utter abandonment of myself to the Lord and the sovereign Lord and trusting him and being yielded to him and just positioning my whole life around wanting to learn how to be more like Jesus by the grace of God. So you call it a prayer of renewal because that's been your experience that it's led and helped renew you spiritually and grow you as apprentice to Jesus. And we've seen it bring renewal to so many other people. Many people have prayed this prayer with us. Even whole churches have prayed it. Uh, We put it at the very front of Your Best Life in Jesus' Easy Yoke, my book that was re-released the start of this last year. And uh, it's been really fun to see how that prayer just works itself through the pages of the book. And as people go through uh, in, in their devotions or in small groups and process, you know, learning how to live as Jesus' apprentice in the situations of daily life and family and ministry. Yeah, it's fun. We often hear from people when they see us, oh, I'm praying the apprentice prayer every day. It's really been so helpful to me. Thank you for writing that and sharing that in the book. It's fun. Yeah. Often we hear that. Yeah. One of our friends, Pastor Ron Thompson in Grass Valley, uh, Ron and Kim, we really appreciate them, Pastor Couple. And he said, and this is from his experience, I love the apprentice prayer. It's helped me release my anxiety over the day to God's loving control and given me courage. I've shared it with many people. Yeah, I relate to that because I can think of times when I've been praying that prayer and it has helped me to trust God and given me courage in hard times. I remember one day in particular, we were teaching an all-day seminar And we got a call from our daughter. She was in college at the time, and she had fallen on roller skating at a leadership event, and she had hurt her wrist and was being taken to the emergency room. And so we left the seminar to meet her there at the emergency room. And I remember just taking peace and courage that because she was about to leave on a missions trip in Honduras to build a well. I knew she'd need a wrist for that. Mm -hmm. And um I took courage that I'd been praying that prayer and that this came through his loving hands and that I could trust him with the events of the day, even though it was an inconvenience to go to the emergency room that day. And it seemed, you know, like such a hard thing with her about to go to Honduras now with this, you know, injury and how is she going to build wells and she'd raise money. And, but it helped me to, to trust the Lord, that his sovereign purposes and, and goodness, and then step in and participate with him and his love and his goodness. And, you know, I saw that... He did. You know, he met us with all that. He provided. And then because she wasn't able to dig the well, she stayed back and she helped the ladies in Honduras make the food. And she really bonded with them and she played with the kids and she really bonded with them. And she came back with great testimonies about how she saw the Holy Spirit working through her in ways that wouldn't have been if she had just been digging a well. Yeah. And so the thing that's so instructive about your example, honey, is that God didn't answer your prayers the way we wanted him to in the first place. Mm -hmm. Uh, She wasn't protected from spraining her wrist. Mm -hmm. uh, And then it didn't heal in time for Mm -hmm. her to be able to participate in the mission trip the way she had intended. And so these were both upsetting, disappointing things. Yeah. And so much of life is like that. But when we can trust God that he hears our prayer and that we're praying in accord with his will... And we're submitted to that, which this prayer helps so much me with the forming the intention of my heart to love God and trust him and be in intimate relationship with him and learn from him, but then also to surrender and to submit to him, trusting his love. And then out of that, being able to trust in abandonment 
your will, your way, your time mm-hmm. for me and for my loved ones, my family. Right. So you were praying to be Jesus' apprentice and for Jenny to be the Lord's apprentice. And so you were within the circumstances that were unfolding, you were seeing that as an opportunity to be prayerful, to be trusting, to be submitted to the Lord, and to be a soft clay in the potter's hands, and he's forming you. And then through your intercessions, he's forming Jenny. And then we come to see how he works for good, a situation that on the surface was bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, we have opportunities for all this all the time. So right now we have an opportunity for this with our daughter, Brianna, who has a concussion from you know, working as an RA at Westmont, hitting her head real hard mm-hmm. twice. So we have the opportunity now again to take courage and faith and trust in this trial. And to see what will God do in us through this situation. Mm-hmm. And so the prayer of the apprentice reminds me that in any situation, I have the opportunity and it's within my control to learn something from Jesus, my teacher, and to let the work of God form me and reform me, shaping me to be more loving like Jesus. Yeah. And yet, Bill, I don't do this perfectly. We're praying about this, that we'll really rejoice in the Lord and trusting him wholeheartedly and not rely on my own resources and to rely on his grace and stay in the Father, Son, intimacies. Well, we've been practicing this and it's really helpful and it really works and it's really the easy yoke when we do this. But there's times when I fall out of relying on God's grace. There's times when I don't stay in Father, Son, intimacies. There's times when I don't rejoice and I'm grieving a suffering or a loss, or I fall into the temptation to start to worry about Brianna. Wow, you know, this is day six now, and she still is having headaches. So I, it's not that we don't still feel emotions when we're praying this prayer. It's not that we don't still grieve when we're praying this prayer. Yeah, and so that's an important part of our formation process of becoming more like Jesus, is admitting to our struggles and our faults and all the emotions that come along the way. And sometimes we think that in order to be more like Jesus, we should just deny all this stuff and, you know, be happy or be strong or be helpful. And now it needs to be an integrated life. And as the Psalms show us, you know, we're, we're bringing to the Lord our real self. And through that relationship now and, and his grace, that's what uh, strengthens us and, and nurses us and helps us to move through a difficult situation with our eyes on the Lord, praising him and thanking him because he is good, even if his goodness isn't being manifested in this moment the way I want it to be. Yeah, I think the prayer helps us remember and take hope again, courage again, and reorient that Jesus is with us. We're not alone in the struggle, in the thing that happens today that we didn't want to have happen today. But then we remember, oh yeah, I'm Jesus' student in this and He's with me in this, and he loves me, and I can trust him. It helps with the intention, but it's not meant to shut us down from emotions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I wrote this prayer. I call it a consecration prayer or a prayer of devotion, because I've noticed in over the years in my readings of the devotional classics and some of the great men and women of God over the course of history who have just really had an incredibly intimate, loving, adoring relationship with God that has flowed outward in great works of service that have helped many people and talking about really Christ-like 
men and women over the course of history. And I've noticed that they all seem to have times in their life where they have a, a time of great renewal, maybe a second experience where they you know, become a Christian earlier in life and uh, followed the Lord. But then there was a, a point of some great deepening. And there was so often some prayer of, of committal or, or renewal that ushered them into that space of greater intimacy and greater power in doing works of love that, that honor God and really help people. And so my own prayer came out of that experience of observing that and then articulating those themes. Yeah, that's true. I see those themes in the classic devotional writers too. And then I've seen it in your life, getting an upfront look of, of your experience of that. And then now we get to see that with people at TLC who we've heard from even yesterday getting a Christmas card from one of our graduates of our certificate program who she found this apprentice prayer led into her renewal. And now she's living all and only for Jesus and fullness there and in greater joy and love and intimacy with God than ever before. Yeah, TLC is uh, To Love Christ. And that's our two-year program in spiritual formation and soul care ministry. And it really is easy yoke training. You know, I've said that the two-year TLC program in a book would be your best life in Jesus' easy yoke. But there's only so much you can do with a book. I mean, yeah. if, you, if you bring it into a small group and you really, you know, work it through with exercises of scripture meditation and soul talk, which um, the, the book guides you to do, then it's a, a much more robust experience. And in TLC, we're really fleshing it out in, yeah. in the community. And in and, experiences and in our life situations and challenges and temptations. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one thing that, you know, sometimes when I pray this prayer, there's times when I say, oh, but my heart really isn't here. Like I want it to be, but it's really not. And so there's times when I will find myself tempted to not pray it because I feel like it's not emotionally honest. But I find that actually just through engaging in honest conversation with God about that and just telling him, Lord, I, you know, I want to adore you, Heavenly Father, you know, help me to adore you, you know, ignite my heart of adoration for you, direct my mind to adore you again, or you know, help me to submit that to you this area where I'm really not honestly wanting your will, your way, your time. I'm wanting mine. <laughs> and so it also sometimes gives me words to help me too when I'm struggling and when, you know, so I would say to those who would say, oh, I couldn't pray that honestly, to not just throw it out and ignore it. Because I, I can't always pray it honestly either, but it helps with my intention of, well, I want to be able to, and sometimes I can, and more and more I can. Yeah, I totally relate to what you're sharing, honey. I'm the same way, even with my own prayer that I've written, I don't always feel it. I'm not always inspired and having emotions of adoring the Lord or ready to just be all and only for Jesus and totally devoted. And that's why I pray the prayer. And so I call that a take heart discipline. You know, we all know it's important to pray from our heart and pray spontaneously, you know, the, the thoughts and uh, desires and needs and so forth that we need to pray about. But it's also good to have written prayers and the Bible's full of written prayers because we can take heart from somebody else and their devotion to the Lord and their insights and, and make that our own. And so, yeah, I mean, I do that with my own prayer. I've been, the other day I was uh, running and I had the prayer printed out on a little sheet of paper and I'm just praying it over and over, you know, and uh, as, as a meditation and then as applying it to different parts of my life and for other people that I'm concerned about, I pray for. 
So you've been praying this for almost a decade and how, what keeps it fresh for you? What keeps it from just being a rote, like, you know, repetitive thing or legalism? Well, I, I memorized it and it's a challenge to memorize something. And um, so then you have it with you to pray it in different situations. And then I pray it without using the exact same. I freshen up the words. I'll, I'll use, you know, a little different wording or I'll pray the themes in different ways. And, and I use, I'm using many other prayers. So, and that's, you know, I prayed it every day for seven years and that's why I stopped doing it every day because it's like, well, it got to be a point where it was starting to get rote. And so I change it up in the ways I'm describing now. And then you picked it back up again recently. Yeah. Yeah. I especially pick it back up at the beginning of the new year and the last couple of years I've done that. But, you know, I've realized that um, in this last year, some of the, the themes here in the way of submission to the Lord and abandoning outcomes to God and, you know, looking at my life as the school for Jesus to be discipling me, teaching me and so forth. I can live those themes better. And in some of the the tests and trials that I've experienced this last year, I've slipped out of that uh, yoke of providence, as we say in the apprentice prayer. And so I, I want to freshen up and redouble my intentions and my prayers along these lines. So I'm looking to go deeper with that prayer this year. One of the things I think this prayer does is it helps us with, sometimes we we tend to err towards extremes of passivity. And maybe some people would think, well, isn't this easy yoke, abandonment with God? Isn't that just being passive? And it's not. It's not being passive. And I think this prayer is an example. This is something that's not passive that we do to pray the prayer. We're actively putting ourselves into the posture of submission and trust in the Lord. And that is a work. That is an active work. But it's a... When we do that work, it's easier than the angsty work of trying to drive our will. Yeah, we have to keep doing it. I had to do it right before we started this podcast when I got a call from my mom and they've got a plumbing problem in the house and some flooding and it's um, very upsetting to her and uh, my dad and brothers who live with them. And it's you know stressful and yeah. disruptive even for me just before we're going to do a podcast. Yeah. And then I just, I went right into the ideas of the apprentice prayer, Lord, you know, my life is your school for teaching me and you, you're using this now to shape and form me. And this is an opportunity to be loving to my parents. And we're going to pray about this situation for them and trust that you're doing good things in it. Yeah. And actually my praying the apprentice prayer this week and today helps me then to intercede for you with that too, as you're going to be going over there. It sounds like it's a smelly problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, it will help me to participate with the Holy Spirit too in prayer. Let me pray. Jesus, how thankful we are that you are our master teacher, our loving father. And you invite us, you've chosen us to be your students, your apprentices, to learn how to live this abundant life you call us into from you. Thank you. We look to you to continue to teach us. In Jesus' name, amen. Are you a pastor or ministry leader who wants to grow in spiritual formation and soul care ministry? We would love to have you join us for our upcoming five-day TLC retreat. TLC stands for To Love Christ. Or possibly you and your church would want to sponsor your pastor to join us in this new cohort, which will be starting mid-January 2017. You can learn more and contact us at soulshepherding.org.